0: The following is another Power 99 sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball.
1: Lob it down under the hoop to Bly. Bly a little deep, but makes a nice move and scores. Christian Bly collected the basketball. Got himself set without walking and knocks it down for his first bucket.
0: Tonight, a trip to the state tournament is on the line in Lexington as the Shelton Bulldogs battle the Medicine Valley Raiders. High School Basketball and KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club.
1: Dylan Kenton with seven points, takes it on the left wing, off the screen, brings it to the paint, good give and go on the layup by Kobe Reitzel on the assist from Dylan Kenton.
0: Medicine Valley makes a repeat trip to the district final looking for their first trip to state since 2000. While the Shelton boys have not been to Lincoln since 1995 and look to join the girls squad in next week's state tournament. It's the Raiders and the Bulldogs coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Lexington with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids.
1: and good evening everyone welcome to uh, lexington high school coach randy carpenter court this is the final night of basketball before the state tournament with boys basketball moving along we see what's going on in district action there are a few class a wednesday games that are going on out there but uh, we do have Boys basketball action tonight on two of our radio stations. Here on Power 99, it's Shelton and Medicine Valley in the D25 district final. And on the breeze, 94.5, Hastings St. Cecilia is playing at Amherst tonight. Mike Will has the call there. And you can also follow along at Platriverpreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com. And a couple other games, Uh, Anthony Litchfield is playing North Platte St. Pat's down the road at Cozad. That game is at 7.30. They had a doubleheader over there at Cozad the first game today. Went to Meade as they picked up the 56-33 victory. And then you've also got Lawrence Nelson playing Falls City Sacred Heart, the two seed but the overall number one ranked team. And that is going on at Diller Odell tipping off at 7 o'clock. The Carney High girls are playing at Fremont, and Fremont has a 15-7 to lead over Carney High after the first quarter of play. We will keep you up to date on some other contests that are going on around the area as well. But tonight you take a look, as you heard in the open, at two basketball teams that haven't been to the state tournament in a long, long time, 95 for Shelton and 2,000 for Medicine Valley. And Medicine Valley really had themselves set up well, and they were upset in the sub districts by Paxton a team that they had beaten by 20 points albeit the first weekend of the season and Paxton was able to rally from 11 down and beat them 42 to 41 in that sub district opener after they took care of Brady this is a team that averages about 55 points a ball a game and they are led by the Kramer brothers Hayden and Sebastian uh, they were average 33 points between the two of them 20 for the junior Hayden and for the senior Sebastian he gets 13 points per ball game and for Shelton they come in with a solid ball club that has won 8 consecutive basketball games including the conference championship and so as they come into tonight's action they've got a couple of guys that average right around 15 points a game in the sophomore Riley Bombeck and another sophomore in Ashton Simmons then you run Zach Myers and Christian Bly a couple of seniors and Quinn Cheney around them and they come in with a record of 18 and 7 they are ranked 10th in class D2 and they defeated Wilcox Hildreth, and Red Cloud in the sub districts and to be fair neither one of those teams were overly powerful Shelton was far and away the number one team in that sub district and they were able to get through there and make their way to a district final and of course a lot of buzz is going on around Shelton because last Friday night the Shelton girls Qualified for the state tournament for the first time in school history at 25-1. and And with the state tournament all going on in one week, Shelton just will have the whole school and city down there as the boys get ready to take on Medicine Valley. We'll be back with more on the Holgenmeyer Hybrids pregame show right after this.
2: Five
3: Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank.
1: Doug Duda back with you here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Carney Shelton, Kennesaw, the World Wide Web at PlatriverPreps.com. Glad to have you along with us as we take a look at our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. For Medicine Valley, they're coming in in good shape here tonight. For Shelton, unfortunately, they lost Will Rowe in the final game of the regular season to a broken ankle, and so he is out for what is left of this Shelton season, which they hope takes them through next week. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Well, tonight I've got uh, Bridger Cruz along with me. He is uh, wishing that they were still practicing today because they lost a heartbreaker to Loomis in the district final on Saturday and uh, Bridger kind of shadowing our broadcaster tonight we'll see if we can teach him anything and get him a good basketball game but Kennesaw played Shelton twice this year they split the games and of course a lot of people think Shelton played their best game of the year in the conference final against your Kennesaw team Bridger what could you tell us about Shelton
4: you know Shelton's such a dynamic team you talked about the two sophomores and those two I've really been impressed with I played against them in junior high and I've played against them before, and they make me look terrible every time, every time I step on a court against them. They, they understand the game really well, and then you get the seniors and juniors on that team, and it, it makes for such a dynamic team. It's tough to beat them.
1: So Shelton and Kennesaw played baseball, and then they, then they get together, and they were wrestling for a while, but they're just down the road. Do you guys like each other, or are you, you know, big rivals?
4: I don't know if it's really big rivals. It's just, it's always, you know, they're a team, and they're in our conference, so it's always, you know, you want to beat them, but I wouldn't say we're rivals by any means.
1: All right, well, we're looking forward to a great basketball game tonight here on Power 99 and PlatriverPreps.com. Our high school postseason brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full service irrigation headquarters in Hastings. And someone uh, is going to be real, real happy here tonight. I want to say a big thank you to Athletic Director Phil Truax and the crew for uh, their hospitality. Scott Shoneman, who'd been down at Holdridge now helping out here. At Lexington as well. So, a lot of basketball going on tonight. We'll be back. Take a look at the starting lineups as Shelton gets ready to take on Medicine Valley. The Patriots or the Raiders are 19 and 4. The Bulldogs come in with a record of 18 and 7. Nice crowd on hand as they continue to roll in here to Lexington High School for our D25 District Basketball Championship. Back with more in a moment on Power 99.
2: It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer. And I waited for the phone call, and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopra.
6: I'm the medical oncologist hematologist at Mary Lanning Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center.
2: Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska
7: ways.
6: Nebraskans are honest, hardworking Open-minded, open-hearted people, they are always ready to fight back and that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood too.
2: He's not just your doctor, he's your friend, he's, he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family.
8: My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur
1: and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Time half of the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First time for the visiting Shelton Bulldogs. Number 10 is a 5'11 inch senior Zach Byers. Number 12, number uh, 12 is a 6'2 sophomore, Riley Bombeck. Then you have number 22, 6'3, senior Christian Bly. Number 23, 6'2, sophomore, Ashton Simmons. And number 24, six-foot junior, Quinn Cheney, the head coach, is Will Reitzel, assisted by Kent Roper's 18-7 on eight-game winning streak, ranked 10th in D2. For Medicine Valley, number 3, 5'10 junior, Joe Brown. Number 10, 6'3 senior, Hudson Stout. Number 11, 6'4 junior, Hayden Kramer. Number 20, 6' senior, Lane Lenz. And number 30, 6'2 senior, Sebastian Kramer. The head coach is Jason Meyer, assisted by Brian Evans. Medicine Valley is 19-4 and four on the season, ranked 7th in Class D-2. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We're ready for high school basketball to see who is going to make it to the state championship. Medicine Valley and Shelton, we're ready to go here on Power 99, and this has been the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. Well, Nebraska looks like they had a good first half against Ohio State. We'll talk about that in a moment, but right now, we get the basketball game underway, and Shelton will win the opening tip, but they'll immediately turn it over, and Med Valley goes in for a layup. It's going to be knocked away by Riley Bombeck, and out of bounds. So we will see the ball taken out underneath the hoop here for Medicine Valley. And a couple of teams really not used to being in this situation. Med Valley last year, they were in the district final, but they drew Fall City Sacred Heart, and they were blown out. So totally different team. As they get the shot in the middle, it's no good. Rebound brought down by Sebastian Kramer. He'll push it back out. Shelton's going to play a man-to-man defense here to get the basketball game underway. Both teams have a little bit of length. Nobody overly tall, but you've got 63 for Med Valley, 6-2, 6 for Shelton and Med Valley will throw it in on the left wing. Dump it down into the corner here, looking for Hayden Kramer. Kramer fakes the three, tries the baseline, got it into some trouble, and throws it off the leg of back and out of bounds. So we'll see how the nerves play early on here in this district final. Lob in pass, Shelton defender fell down, but the jump shot is going to be no good, and Shelton will bring down the rebound with Christian Bly off the Hudson Stout miss. Shelton, a pull-up three to get things started is going to be short, no good. Rebound will not be corralled by anybody, and out of bounds it goes off the miss from Ashton Simmons. The blue uniforms with the silver numerals and trim for Shelton. The white uniforms with a kind of red, white, and blue look, Adam Central-ish almost for Medicine Valley. They look like the Patriots, but they're the Raiders. They break the press that Shelton puts on, try to dump it down low. Riley Bombeck once again knocks it away, this time off the leg of the Raiders, and we'll have a turnover here for Med Valley. So each team with a turnover here in the first minute of the ball game. How nervous were you when you stepped on the floor last week?
4: You know, I actually didn't really see the floor much. I'm kind of just a bench player, but... I could definitely feel the nerves of the whole team. A lot of, a lot of those bus rides in, we're talking and we're messing around. That game, there wasn't much talking going on. Everyone was pretty focused and nervous about this
1: one. Well, Ashton Simmons is going to get a layup for Shelton to give him the lead here by a score of two to nothing. Fast break, Med Valley the other way, and you can hear the excitement. The outlet pass got thrown out of bounds, and the Raiders turn it over. So Shelton scores first here, breaks the press, two on one, lob down low, Blyes open. Got it behind the bucket, though, and so has to dribble out of there. He's in some trouble. Finally takes the shot. It's going to be partially blocked down there by Sebastian Kramer. The ball will go out of bounds to Medicine Valley. So two, I guess what you'd say, Western teams. We always think Central Nebraska, but anytime you draw a team from the West, there's just not that many more out there, and Med Valley gets that as they break the press, get it underneath the hoop. Bombeck went up for the block and committed the foul. Hudson Stout leaned way back again. Both teams caught the ball behind the backboard. This time Stout looked up, and he looked right at the bottom of the net, so he had to lean back and leaned into Bombeck, who will be called for the foul. In the fourth, Norris leading Garing 52-34, as Stout misses the first free throw. Still trying to get on the scoreboard here. Lincoln Southwest leading Lincoln East, 35-32. Number one undefeated Millard South trailing Papio South 34-30 in the fourth quarter in girls. Free throw is up and it is in, so Hudson Stout gets Med Valley on the board. Baseball pass the other way into the hands of Ashton Simmons. Simmons will hit it to the trailer, Quinn Chaney, and they'll set up their half-court offense. Looks like the Raiders trying to play a zone, but it doesn't matter. Quinn Chaney from way up top buries the three-pointer, and Shelton on top by a score of 5-1. to one. So good start here for the Bulldogs. Two minutes in to the opening quarter at Lexington with a dribble on the right wing as Hudson Stout kicks it into the corner. Brown Brown picks up his dribble, knocked away momentarily there by Simmons, but picks it back up. It'll be Kramer to find it. Fadeaway jumper on the baseline, no good. The rebound brought down by Riley Bombeck. Good box out there by Bombeck to keep the taller Hayden Kramer off of his back. 5-1 Shelton. Two and a half minutes gone here in the first quarter against the zone. They'll skip it over the top. Get it down to the baseline here for Zach Myers. Throws it up top over the top of Bombeck. But he runs it down before the over and back call. Dribbles to the right wing. Now switches over to the left side. Another three. Faked that time by Cheney. Then he dribbled it off his foot. And out of bounds it went. So each team's with a couple of turnovers. Well, the officials are going to talk about it. And they're going to overturn the call. We were kind of shielded out. Uh, Bridgery dribbled it off his foot. It must have deflected off of the Med Valley defender.
4: Yeah, it kind of looked like he dribbled it off his foot. But with if you looked at the reaction that he had, and even the Med Valley players, they, the Med Valley players kind of knew they got away with one. And I, I think Cheney was kind of expecting the call.
1: Shelton drives in, dumps it underneath. The shot's going to be missed from point blank range by Zach Myers. The rebound brought down by Hayden Kramer. Kramer will go ahead and dribble it up himself. Shelton picks him up with Riley Bombeck, and Shelton will get ready to go with a trio of subs at the next break. Three minutes in. Still 5-1, Shelton. Madison Valley looking for their first bucket of the ball game. Bombeck almost picked up his second foul. Instead, a three-pointer banked in from the top of the key by Hayden Kramer. So the first bucket of the ball game will be a banked-in three here. For Med Valley, and it's 5-4. to four. Med Valley's going to sub two, so we'll have a whole bunch of new faces in. Pull up three for Shelton. is off the iron. No good by Ashton Simmons. Rebound pulled down and almost thrown away by Med Valley. As Hayden Kramer got it and gets it into the hands of Joe Brown. Brown on the left wing. He'll find Kramer again. Overload on the left side here. Bly having a little bit of a battle down there with Lane. Lands, they lob it underneath, and this time the short jumper is missed again. Missed again by Medicine Valley. The rebound brought down by Zach Byers. That's a couple that Hayden Kramer has missed. The ball gets kicked out of bounds and a ton of votes coming in. So Hayden Kramer, who averages 20 points a ball game, hasn't been able to do anything but bank in that three. For Shelton, Kobe Reitzel is going to check into the ball game. Also sliding in there is going to be Kellen Gagg. And Dylan Kenton, a freshman. They've got three freshmen. Geg will play quite a bit. Bombeck stays in there along with Cheney, who has it the left-hand corner. Back out top, Bombback for three. It's all net. Riley Bombeck knocks down the three-point bucket. And Shelton now up by a score of 8-4 midway through the first quarter of play. Sebastian Kramer dribbles it off his thigh, but it rolls right into the hands of Austin Robley, who checks into the ball game for the Raiders. Also coming in over there is Cameron Bonini. And we're going to get a grab on a Shelton defender trying to knock the basketball away. Going to be called there on Kellen Gigg. His first and the team's second. And we're going to get a timeout on the floor brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. 3.34 to go in the first quarter in this D25 district final. Shelton 8, Medicine Valley 4. All in those businesses
9: need reliable communication both at the office and at home. Now more than ever. Just listen to Bill Michener from Lighthouse. Before, we'd have breaks in service, especially for Internet, but we've never had any issues with Allo. It's always been there and available when we needed it. At Allo, supporting your business is our business. To get your free quote and switch today, visit
10: AlloFiber.com slash workfast or call 402-480-6685 today.
1: Doug Duda joined by Bridger Cruz. Here for this district basketball championship at Lexington. Out of the quick 30-second Med Valley timeout. They're down 8-4. Sebastian Kramer will drive. Have it slapped out of his hands, off his leg, and out of bounds. Are they going to call a foul? Hold on. I think this is more than a turnover. Yeah, they're going to call an offensive foul here on Sebastian Kramer with the push-off on the drive to the hoop. That'll be the first foul on Medicine Valley. Sometimes they just say, out yeah, it was out of bounds and let it go, but that's not the case, and Shelton will get the ball back. Eight-four Bulldogs, 3.15 to go in the first, and the Raiders have got out of that zone and went to a man-to-man. Pick and roll down low. The shot is going to be blocked, and a foul is also going to be called there. Kellen Gag will go the line to shoot two, as Austin Robley got him on a arm. Good pass inside by Bombeck. And out the line for the first time is Shelton. Kellen Gag will put the free throw on the way. That's a high archer. It's set on the rim and it finally falls through. I thought maybe that was just going to stop and just sit on there.
4: Yeah, I've, I honestly kind of considered that. I'm about to tend to bounce into that. I <laughs> kind of thought it might sit there.
1: Second free throw now for Kellen Gag. Med Valley fans making some noise, but it doesn't matter. doesn't affect Kellen Gag. And the senior in off the bench. It's a couple of free throws. The lead now six for the Bulldogs. Ten to four. Ball poked away at midcourt. Quinn Cheney makes the steal. One on one. Stutter dribble tries to get by the defender and kicks it out on the wing to Kenton. Kenton out into the corner for the three. It's good. Quinn Cheney, Three for five from downtown for Shelton. And they have a nine point lead. Thirteen to four. They've hit three threes here. And it always makes it a little easier when you can knock down the triples. Lob inside, well covered as Kramer, the ball is knocked away, but picked up by the Raiders. They'll drive the middle of the paint, coming in, trying contact is going to be Bonini, and Bonini will go to the line. Foul called here on the Bulldogs, again, it's going to be Kellen Gang, so he's got a couple. Don't forget we have Amherst taking on Hastings St. Cecilia, that's right now on the breeze 94.5, and we'll go ahead and Keep you updated there as the free throw is in and out for Bonini, back in Bombeck and Christian Bly for the Bulldogs. Second free throw for Bonini on the way, and that's all that. So Cameron has his first part of the ball game. Madison Valley still doesn't have a two-point field goal, and we're five and a half minutes. Into the contest. Nebraska leading Ohio State 45-41 as they get the second half underway. We've got that game on KHS Radio, 1230 AM, 104.1 FM. Off the ball screen, here comes Dylan Kenton, going a reach-in foul. Medicine Valley. That's going to be called on Sebastian Kramer, his second, and the team's third. Kind of the deeper you get into the postseason, Bridger. I saw this with the girls the other night. They're so used to getting steals that sometimes when you play better teams, it's a foul. You don't steal it because they're too good.
4: Yeah, that was one of the first things that our coach told us when we played Blue Hill in our sub-district game to go to the district championship, which we lost. And that's exactly what it told us for Loomis, too, is you're not going to get the steals against these good teams. There's a reason they're here. You just
1: got to get your butt down and play defense. Riley Bombeck's going to drive the baseline, and he's got his second bucket, 15-5. to But then at the other end, he gets a little too handsy here, trying to defend Hayden Kramer. And for Bombeck, that's his second. So Bombeck and Gag, each with two personal fouls. And checking in here is going to be Kobe Reitzel again. And sliding back in will be Ashton Simmons, 15-5 Shelton. They're going to keep Bombeck in. An inbounds pass to the left-hand corner. The three-pointer is no good. Rebound pulled down by Christian Bly. Shelton wants to run. Bombeck to the other end. Lays it up. No good. The defender for Medicine Valley was way above the rim, but he didn't touch the ball. Reitzel gets the rebound. Now they get it back into Kobe. He puts it up too strong from four feet away. It gets into the hands of Riley. Bombeck shot. No good. Shelton had a ton of chances, but couldn't convert. And Hayden Kramer will pull down the rebound. You can definitely tell how much the fans want it. They know how long they've been watching their team not get to state. And for Med Valley especially, this is their year. Can they get something going? Yes, they can. Hudson Stout drives the right side of the key. Uses the glass. First two-point bucket of the ball game for them. 15-7, Shelton. Cheney into the paint. Kicks it out on the wing. Shelton loves the three, but that one is no good. Long rebound comes back to Cheney Underneath, shot by Bely is good, and he'll draw the foul. Christian Bly, a chance at a three-point play, and uh, Shelton's really doing a great job on the boards right now, Bridger. They're just dominating it.
4: You know, what Shelton's really good at, especially if you're running a zone, and even if you're running a man, they're great at spreading you out, you know, especially their guards. They're great at facilitating the ball to the post, but they can also hit the three. They're willing to drive in to get points, so in doing that, they're, I mean, like I said, they're going to spread your defense out, and like... Like you said a couple possessions ago, when they were able to get three to four rebounds in one possession, that's why they're able to. They're so good at spreading defenses out.
1: That free throw rattles in and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Medicine Valley and Hayden Kramer, but as they come into the front court, they throw it away. The steal is made by Quinn Chaney. Chaney will bring it into the front court. Kenton at the top of the circle. Bounce pass out of the low block. Turn around, jumper Bly missed the layup. And the rebound, Kramer, he's the only one getting boards right now for the Raiders. He's got five. Final score, why not 57, Paxton 41. Paxton beat this team in the sub-districts. There's a walk on Medicine Valley. Or are they going to actually call a foul down there? It looks like it's going to be a foul, and they say that that's why he tripped. It's going to be on Quinn Cheney, his first, tripping up Hudson Stout. They will say it's before the shot, though. And Shelton's going to call a timeout. Fall City Sacred Heart 16, Lawrence Nelson 6 at the end of one quarter. Another 30-second timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. Only 22 seconds to go in the first quarter. 17-7, Shelton. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center and Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always.
5: Prom season is just a few weeks away. Gary Michaels has all the newest fashions in suits and tuxes. We have vests and ties to coordinate with any dress. Want to invest in a suit for that upcoming prom or wedding? Gary Michaels has suits beginning at $229. Book your wedding with Gary Michaels before March 31st and receive 10% off your entire wedding. Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and in Kearney on the bricks.
1: Out of the time. Out we'll see a three-pointer taken to the corner by Kramer. It's no good. The rebound brought down by Kellen Gang. 15 seconds down to 10 into the front court. Shelton got tripped up. The ball comes free. Shelton will turn it over. Four seconds to go. Madison Valley trying to get a shot away. A contested three at the horn is off the heel and no good by Sebastian Kramer. We're at the end of the first quarter of play. Shelton 17 medicine valley seven of the d25 district boys championship on power 99 and for professional service to keep your business running smoothly call hellman main costler
5: and coddle don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing let hellman main costler and coddle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business
7: Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer.
0: This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives.
1: The second quarter of play, but they are down 10 to Shelton, 17-7. Trying to get aggressive, kick it out of the wing. Three-pointer is no good. One of five. Rebound brought down by Geg. And a foul called here on Medicine Valley. This one will go against Hudson Stout. His first, both teams with five fouls early on in the second quarter. And I'll tell you what, Bridget, you'll get to hear the fans a lot better than when you're sitting on the bench.
4: Yeah, you know, I I would agree with that, like you said, and foul trouble for these two teams. I don't know if they've really realized it yet, but especially with their star players, you know, you got Bombeck with two, you got Chaney with two, and Medicine Valley's got a couple kids with two. That that's a big part of the game. I watched that in the Loomis game when we played. Shea Swanson picked up five, and he wasn't in the game, and you could definitely tell Loomis was hurting
1: for him. Shelton misses the shot of the paint. Hudson Stout with the rebound up ahead to Kramer who's still struggling with his shot. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Quinn Cheney. Baseball pass picked off. That's the third turnover for Shelton. Each team down with three in the ball game. And up top with it is Sebastian Kramer, Stout, and Hayden Kramer, each with three. Hayden on a banked-in three. He'll try it again. That one's off the front of the rim from the top of the key. No good. Riley Bombeck gets the rebound. Chaney has a couple of threes for six. Bombbeck has five. 17-7 Shelton underneath. Wide open layup. Good. Kellen Geg on the assist from Riley Bombbeck. And Shelton is up by a dozen points right now. So whatever happened to the Raiders in that second half against Paxton is carrying over here into the first half against Shelton. Down low, a little turnaround jumper. Stout, no good. Can't buy a bucket, really. Riley Bombeck gets his rebound, number four. Right down the middle of the floor, good stutter dribble. Gets into the paint. Now he's going to have to force the shot, and it's in and out, no good. Rebound's going to go out of bounds. I'm going to say last touched by Shelton. And checking into the ball game will be Christian Blythe. On the breeze, 94.5, Amherst 15, Hastings-St. Cecilia 3 at the end of the first quarter of play. So kind of a surprise in that one. Again, that's on the breeze, 94.5. Back here. Medicine Valley trying to find a way to get something going and Kramer with a big left hand sebastian got all the way to the rim and left it short it's no good rebound to Ashton Simmons Simmons pushes it up the floor stops on the right wing finds Quinn Cheney Medicine Valley trying to find a way to maybe get some defense to turn into some offense here forming some transition buckets but Shelton has taken care of the ball pretty good. The drive and the shot in and out again that time by Simmons. Rebound brought down by Sebastian Kramer. Outlet pass picked off. Turnover number four for Medicine Valley. Bridger, both these teams really want to run with the basketball, but now we're starting to see some problems hanging on to it. A couple of turnovers.
4: Yeah, if you're Medicine Valley, the last thing you want to do is allow Shelton to get comfortable running the ball. They have a strong half-court offense, but it's not near as strong as when they get comfortable and start running
1: the ball. It's really tough to stop them like we've seen. And another three by Ashton Simmons, four of seven from downtown, and Shelton has ballooned the lead up to 15. And a foul out around the top of the key on Ashton Simmons, his first, so Shelton... Getting a lead, building the lead, and getting more aggressive and more aggressive defensively. Six fouls here. One thing they don't want to do is get the Raiders into a one-and-one one real early and let them work their way back into the ball game from the line because right now nothing is working offensively for Medicine Valley.
4: Yeah, a lot of times you see it where free throws, especially the good shooting teams, once, once they start shooting free throws, they get a little, little bit more comfortable with the ball, and that's what helps them kind of warm up.
1: Ball gets down to the left block into the hands of Lane Lenz. He goes up and under Christian Bly, and they're going to call Bly for the foul. Pretty good defense by Bly, but I can see the foul as well. And two free throws going to be coming up here for Lane Lenz as Medicine Valley looks for their first points of the quarter. Free throw is up, and it's in and out no good. Girls defending state champion, Lincoln Pius X, trailing the Thunderbirds after one quarter, 16-14. Lincoln High girls leading Lincoln Northeast 55-45. A lot of the girls' districts, as we said, Carney was down at Fremont. Second free throw is good. So Lenz gets one of two. It's 22-8. Shelton has the lead by 14 with 4.45 to go in the second quarter. Our high school basketball brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Riley Bombek sandwiched at the top of the key. Then gets it down to Bly. The leaner on the right block is no good. Rebound brought down by Robley who has checked in. Ben Myers has come in for Shelton as well. Up ahead to Kramer and Ben Myers is going to get called for a hand check foul as Kramer went right by him. It is a one-on-one situation. So Ben comes in, just a freshman and... A little mismatch there against the opposing team's leading scorer. And give Kramer some credit there, Bridger. He knew he had a mismatch.
4: Yeah, and I think a lot of times you see that with the, with those really good juniors and seniors. They see that freshman on him, and you know, you're almost positive that they're going to take the shot.
1: And the first free throw is good by Kramer, so he'll get the bonus. Doesn't waste any time. It's shots no good. Offensive rebound, they'll put back up and no good by Hudson Stout. A lot of short ones that Medicine Valley has missed. Ben Myers the rebound. Outlet pass to Dylan Kenton. A couple of freshmen on the right wing. He'll kick it back up top here to Bombeck. Uses the ball screen. What a spin move. And the laugh is good. He spun right between two Med Valley defenders on the right side of the key. And Bombeck now with seven of the ball game. 24-9, Shelton midway through. Quarter number two, Kramer. Is that going to be a charge? No, it's going to be a blocking foul on Riley. Bombeck or Myers. And it's going to be on Myers. And that's a big call because Bombeck playing with two fouls. Ben Myers has his second personal foul. The Med Valley fans sitting behind us. I've heard let him play, and then I heard call the foul. (laughs) Can't please him as the free throw by Kramer is up and in. Back into the ball game here for Shelton. is going to be Kobe Reitzel, Ashton Simmons, leaving on the floor here, Kenton, Gag. They did bring Bombeck out, and Cheney is out there. Second free throw is good. So Hayden Kramer hits three of four free throws here the last two trips down the floor. 24-11. to Shelton with the lead over Medicine Valley. Dylan Kenton brings it into the front court. Swings it over to Simmons, who's hit a three in this quarter. Little pick and roll. Got it to Simmons. Ball fake. Got two defenders in the air, and they both landed on him. And it will not be a shot. So the foul's going to be called on Hayden Kramer. That'll be his first and the team's sixth. So Shelton will get it underneath their own hoop. And before that, the Raiders will sub back in. Here comes two starters in Joe Brown and Sebastian Kramer. Medicine Valley held to 11 points so far, and still not a field goal in this second quarter. They have one two-point field goal in the game. Inbounds, up top Simmons. His three that time will be short. Long rebound just about got back to him, but Hudson Stout will step in front and make the steal. Up the floor, pull-up jumper from 15 is too strong from Robley, but the opposite putback is good, and a foul to go along with it. And Medicine Valley, we talked about it early in the game, Bridger, but Medicine Valley's starting to do a little bit better job on the boards.
4: Yeah, that's going to be imperative if they want to win this game. Shelton's really good at crashing boards, but if you're Medicine Valley, you know if you just check out and get a body body into him, you almost have a
1: size advantage with 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 both the Cramers. Dylan Kenton called for the foul. Joe Brown knocks down the free throw to complete the three-point play. So five in a row here for Med Valley. Bombek's going to come back in. Also checking back in Zach Myers. So Shelton has a majority of their starters on the floor right now. And Medicine Valley putting on some man-to-man full court pressure. Chaney says, I'm okay with that. Working against the sophomore, Robley. Got by him into the paint. Little runner. The layup is good. Nobody slid over to help out. And Quinn Chaney now has eight points to lead the way for Shelton. 26-14. to 3-10 to go here in the first half. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report will be coming up. Off the screen, Sebastian Kramer, top of the key three, is too strong. The rebound gets tipped around, falls into the hands of Hayden Kramer. He'll try a three in the right-hand corner. It's too strong. Rebound brought down by Bombeck and a foul called. We've had quite a few fouls. That's the 17th foul called here in the first half.
4: That's a lot. That is a lot of fouls, and I think both these teams really just got to take a deep breath. I mean, of course, every... Every player on the court right now knows the stats of Medicine Valley not being there for a long time, and neither is Shelton, but I really think they just got to calm down and realize that
1: it's just another basketball game. Bombek, the front end of the 1-1 is good. Riley now with eight points in the basketball game. He and Chaney each have eight. Five for Simmons, 27-14 Shelton. Second free throw on the way. Hit the front of the rim, no good. Rebound tapped around. Kramer got it, and a foul called on Shelton. They're not letting much go. So we walk to the other end and shoot another one-and-one. Ooh, might have some blood here as well. That's exactly what happened. Usually the guy that's bleeding isn't the one that committed the foul, but Zach Myers, a bloody nose here, and we're probably going to have some blood on the floor that we got to look at. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Good thing we've got our trainers here to we'll take a look at it. Kobe Reitzel will come in. Looks like the floor stayed clean. He caught it right away, so we come back to Hayden Kramer, three of four at the line. It's a double bonus because of the 10th foul, and the free throw is good. to Shelton, 2.51 to go here in the quarter. Second free throw also good. So making some free throws at least allows Medicine Valley to hang around right now, even if they're not doing a good job from the floor. Cheney handles the ball now over to Bombeck, guarded up top here by Kramer. He and Cheney trying to get a little high, 1-4. Now they'll slide more to the baseline, one-on-one for Cheney. Swings it over to Geg, to Bombeck on the right wing, uses the ball screen to the baseline, forces his way in, and finger rolls it over the side of the rim and in. Riley Bombeck, five in the quarter and 10 in the game. Watched him for a couple of years. He's got a great vertical, and then at the other end, getting by Bombeck, Hayden Kramer. There's his first two-point field goal of the game, even though he's got seven points in the quarter and 10 in the contest. 29-18. Let's see how this next two minutes plays out. Can Shelton build the lead back up, or will Med valley get back into the ballgame here before halftime? They finally, Bridgers, seem like they've settled down a little bit. As the drive-in by Cheney, he lost the handle, and a walk's going to be called. I'll tell you what, I think at first the official was going to call a foul, and then he looked across the way and saw that his... Other official was going to call a walk, so he changed his mind, but it does look like Medicine Valley is settling in a little bit better here.
4: Yeah, that's definitely what Medicine Valley, Valley is doing, and I think what's allowing them to do that is being able to shoot free throws and being able to get their shots of that way to be able to relax and then
1: not have to deal with the stress of playing defense and being down by more than 15 points. Well, and, H- and Kramer just pulled up and buried a three at the top of the key, and he is red hot right now. back the other way, dribbled it off his leg and out of bounds, and now... A little smack talk between Kramer and Bombeck. They're guarding each other. Shelton's fifth turnover of the game. At the half, Fall City Sacred Heart leading Lawrence Nelson 30-16. Riverside leading Walt Hill starting the fourth quarter 49-44. The score of that ball game. And at last check, Nebraska battling Ohio State tonight. Nebraska leads it 58-50. 12 minutes to go in the ball game to thunk it that would be awesome if this for some reason they caught fire here's another drive by Kramer and Hayden now just not really worried about a whole lot the lead is down to six Bombeck tries to take it into his own hands and got it bouncing on the rim it wouldn't go tipping the rebound to himself is Zach Myers he'll kick it out of the foul called the Med Valley fans are not happy I'll tell you what it's not over the back if you've got the ups and a lot of fans and a lot of folks have problems with that you can you can be boxed out and still get the rebound without committing a foul oh yeah you
4: just got to have the vertical to do it
1: and sebastian kramer gets his third and at the line to shoot the one and one it's no good for Quinn cheney and another foul so shelton and christian blind joins the party he is the fourth bulldog with two personal fouls here and this could become a factor later on in the ballgame. Now remember, Shelton was up 22-7, a 15 point lead. It's now 29-23 and a chance to make it even a little bit tighter as two free throws are coming up for Sebastian Kramer. And the free throw is good. I think Coach Meyer didn't realize that he had picked up his third and didn't get a sub in there. They're going to try and get Lane in if he can make this second free throw and he does first two points of the game for Sebastian Kramer and medicine valley has done more than close the gap they're back into it Bridger yeah it's really I was I want I'm going to be honest I
4: wasn't really expecting medicine valley to get back into the game this quickly but fa- fouls have become a major
1: factor in this game too Hayden Kramer has put the team on his back as you can hear the Raider fans making noise, Cheney, he'll try a three, it's no good. Bomb back. nope, over the top to get the rebound. It's gonna be Hayden Kramer, that's his eighth. Then a big collision and another foul, and Shelton's gotta quit fouling. And Quinn Cheney hurt his knee. Quinn Cheney hurt his knee. And he's coming to the bench. Yeah, it
4: kind of looked like they almost ran into each other and hit knees or Quinn Chaney's knee hit some part of Kramer's leg, and that never feels good. I feel that pain.
1: 13th foul of the half on Shelton. Two free throws. The first one good. 29-26. 13 in the quarter for Hayden Kramer, but he missed that free throw, and the rebound brought down by Christian Bly, and Shelton now looks a little shook. And if I'm them, I hold for the last shot. I'm not a big proponent of that, but with 35 seconds and the way the game's going, try not to give Med Valley the ball back. And Med Valley should be happy with the way it is. But driving in and losing the handle, we're going to get another foul. Boy, Ashton Simmons got to the free throw line, and the ball stuck on his leg. He's lucky he got bailed out here with a Hudson Stout foul, and he's got three. Two shots coming up for Ashton Simmons. His first free throws of the ball game. Free throw number one is good. And finally, Shelton gets off 29 and gets to 30. Our postseason basketball brought to you by Salt Salton Grain, a locally owned family business just down the road in Gothenburg. Doug Duda, Bridger Cruz, we're with you at Lexington for the boys' D25 district final. Second free throw by Simmons. Bounces around and it is good. He's got seven in the game. Shelton 31, Medicine Valley 26. 20 seconds to go here before halftime. Long second quarter because of all these fouls and all these free throws. Here's Kramer. Drives, kicks it out of the wing. Three-pointer. Brown will that go. That would have been a big one. Offensive putback. back, blocked the shot, and that'll be the... Oh, no, we're going to get a cheap old foul. <laughs> all these Medicine Valley fans keep the keep the uh, dangerous sharp items away from them. And a foul 70 feet away from the hoop with two seconds to go. And it's the second on Hayden Kramer. Two free throws coming up for Dylan Kenton. He hasn't scored in the game and the free throw is gonna be no good. And Riley Bombek. in fact, most of the team with two fouls playing like they have none, they stay aggressive. Second free throw now for Kenton. On the way, and it's going to be no good. Rebound brought down by Lenz, and the shot is no good from three-quarter court, and we are at halftime in a very raucous environment here at Lexington with the score Shelton 31, Medicine Valley 26. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up here on Power 99, KKPR-FM. Carney Shelton Wood River and Platte Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. We'll be right back. The Clippers happy to
2: sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our gallery. Our towns, our people. If keeping up with real-life news and events in the heart of the Tri-Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to the Clipper.
5: In 1959, the first Big G store opened in downtown Hastings, known as General Supply. Today, your local Big G Ace is just off 281 on Osborne Drive West. Over the years, the name and the location has changed a few times, but one thing is for sure. Big G Ace still offers the same quality customer service as it did in the very beginning. Whether you're looking for hardware, lawn and garden supplies, tools, paint, or building supplies, Big G Ace in Hastings is the
1: place with the helpful hardware, folks.
10: Big G Ace!
1: And welcome back to Lexington, where it is time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages, Boys D25 District Final here at Lexington. It is Shelton 31, Medicine Valley 26. Shelton was up by as many as 15 at 22-7, to 7, but then Hayden Kramer... Got to the foul line, made five of six, then started to hit some shots. And I think, uh, Doug Duda, along with Bridger Cruz, one thing is, you know how it is as a high school basketball player. If you got a lot of guys playing with two fouls, the offensive guy's going to take it at you because he just figures, you know you can't commit a foul, although that's not the case. Everybody continues to foul in this basketball game.
4: Yeah, and that's really kind of been the craziest part to me about this game is the fact that everybody knows that they have a lot of fouls, but they continue to play aggressive like they all have no fouls.
1: Well, uh, we've got Bridger along with us because he's a student over at uh, Kennesaw and is crazy enough to want to get into sports broadcasting. Uh, What's going on down there? Tell us a little bit about uh, how you guys uh, have some classes down there and what uh, you're doing to prepare.
4: Yeah, it's really cool. This year especially, our multimedia class has taken off, and in that they're able to do a lot of graphic design things, and they're making videos and with broadcasting and everything. They're almost learning for the future careers that are going to be possible. You know, you look at Strive especially as kind of what's helped me through all of this, and that's kind of, they're preparing to maybe do graphic design or photography or be able to run a broadcast like this, and it's, it's really cool to see.
1: Well, I'm glad you're along. I hope you're finding a good basketball game at least here in front of us and we do have another update on the breeze 94.5 it's amherst 30 hastings st cecilia 24 so st cecilia had a much better second quarter amherst was up 15 to 3 after the first but again there's your score uh, from tonight's basketball action we'll keep you up to date on what else is going on around the area as the Carney girls trailing Fremont after three tonight by a score of 52 to uh, 33. So 52 to 33 is the score of that basketball game. Uh, Bellevue East girls leading Millard North 31 29. That's a big one at the end of the third quarter. Bellevue West and Pius, the defending state champ, tied at the half 19 apiece. Why not was a winner in their ball game earlier tonight? Uh, Humphrey St. Francis trailing going into the fourth quarter. Don't say that very often, but uh, after three in York, Humphrey St. Francis is uh, trailing their basketball game to Parkview Christian, 47-26. to So Parkview Christian looking really good. Riverside at a 49-44 lead over Walt Hill after three quarters of play tonight as well. And we've got Nebraska basketball that has been doing some really good things tonight as they are at Ohio State. Nebraska continues to lead 64-55 with eight minutes to go in that contest. Here it's 3126 Shelton, back with the first half stats. They'll be there to help that commercial job
6: get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original. Broadfoot, Sand and Gravel.
2: If you want more yield, the answer is A.
10: Making a living, making things grow is a hard life, but it's a good life. A lot of what you know, you learned from your father. Then you taught it to your son. Now he's teaching your grandson. Generation to generation, a legacy of making things grow. That's the way it is around here. We're proud to be a part of it. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
6: located in Sutton.
1: Postseason basketball on Power 99 and Platten brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. Let's take a rundown now of the unofficial first half stats that we have. First off for Medicine Valley, Joseph Brown, three points. Austin Robley, two rebounds. Hudson Stout, three points, three rebounds. Cameron Benini, one point. Lane Lenz, one point, one rebound. Sebastian Kramer, a couple of free throws, two rebounds and one block. But Hayden Kramer, 16 points, 13 of those in the second half. He's got eight rebounds. He just flat has put the uh, iron in the fire and has heated up here quite a bit in the second quarter. Medicine Valley, seven points in the first quarter, 19 in the second, where they were 10 of 13 from the free throw line just in the second quarter. 26 points, 16 rebounds, 10 of 17. Make that 12 of 17 from the free throw line of the basketball game. They are 2 of 10 from three-point land. One block, four turnovers. Only one in that second quarter, but Stout and Sebastian Kramer have three fouls. Hayden Kramer has two for Shelton. It is Zach Myers with two rebounds. Ben Myers has one rebound. Kellen Gage, four points, two rebounds. Riley Bombeck leads the way with ten points, five rebounds and a block. Christian Bly, two points, three rebounds. Ashton Simmons, seven points and a rebound. And Quinn Cheney, eight points, two rebounds. 17 points in the first quarter, 14 in the second at the half. Shelton 31 points, 17 rebounds, five out of ten at the free throw line, four of eight from three-point land, one block, five turnovers. Everybody has two fouls. Cheney, Bly, Bombeck, Gegg, and Myers. At the half in the D25 District Boys championship game, Shelton 31 and Medicine Valley 26. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. The second half is next. Well, both teams are ready to go. We let the crowd, might come into you so you can hear the fans fired up, and Shelton's going to get the ball to start the third quarter of play here, leading 31-26. So let's see how Riley Bombeck and crew does as Riley takes it into the paint, switches hands off the glass and in. Bombeck with a dozen points. It'll be interesting, I think, Bridger, at some point we're going to see a charge, and it'll be who it's on that's going to change a little bit of this basketball game as the shot's no good with the offensive rebound back up and in by Hayden Kramer. And if the officials let him play now, that'll be interesting as well.
4: Yeah, it'll be interesting, interesting to see how the officials do it because I know in a lot of district championship games, and especially up in Lincoln, you know, they don't want to decide the game. They want to let the two
1: teams decide it themselves. Chaney off a ball screen, uses his dribble, both teams with the original starters, a deep three by Ashton Simmons is no good, long rebound comes all the way out top, Stout has it, Stout to the other end, and he will not finish, he'll be fouled. Hudson Stout will get two free throws, and again, our seats of success are brought to you by our friends as uh, Zach Myers gets his second foul, our seats of success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weaches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand Soybeans. A great season success for a better yield. Start with Pioneer. Well, one of the things is both teams have to watch the fouls. You can be aggressive, but don't foul. The first free throw was no good by Hudson Stout. The second free throw was good, and that'll make it 33-29. to and Shelton, can they continue to be about 40% from three-point land? I think that'll be huge in this basketball game as well as the ball is swatted out and out, a shot attempt by Lane Lenz, and then Shelton will steal it right back. Not a lot of turnovers in the game, only five each way. Shelton with the basketball after the bombback score to start the half, 33-29. 6.30 to go here in the third quarter of play. Man-to-man defense here by Medicine Valley. Bomb back off the switch. He is well guarded there. Now tries to lean in for some reason. Drop the ball out to Cheney for the three. It's short, no good. Rebound, though, back up in the middle. No good on the second chance for Zach Myers. How about a third chance? Now Cheney for three. It still won't go. And a foul is called on the rebound. Seems like we can't get a change of possession without a foul right now. And Will Reitzel saying something to the official. Riley Bombeck got his third. And I believe it was 13 or 14 fouls there for Shelton in the first half. And 10 right on the nose for Medicine Valley. So the ball back into the hands here of the Raiders. And they throw it away. And knowing it is Hayden Kramer. Hayden had his teammate lands open on a baseline and just flat through it behind him. Dylan Kenton comes into the ball game, and they keep Bombeck in there with three fouls. Bombeck, a senior, well aware of the situation. One-on-one, uses a screen on Kramer. Hayden reached in, poked it away. Bombeck got it back. Now on the left side, uses his dribble up, makes a lazy pass. Didn't mean to make a lazy pass. He just did. It hung up there in the air. Steal was made by Kramer. Chance to make it a one-possession ball game here for Medicine Valley. Down by as many as 15 early, and Bombeck still poking at the ball. You can't do that 20 feet away from the hoop, or you're going to get dinged for your fourth. And right now, they cannot afford that on Shelton's side. And Christian Bly, just as we say that, knocks it out of the hands of Hudson and comes away with the steal. Med Valley, four turnovers in the first half, three in two minutes and 40 seconds here in the third quarter. So I guess, Bridger, they're not going to stop doing what they've been doing.
4: I just don't. I I can't find any way to understand that, especially with Bombek. Bombek's hitting at the ball that entire defensive possession. He's got three
1: fouls. He's Let's a- see if they pull him out right here as Quinn Chaney drives in, gets the ball punched away in the paint. Bombek is going to come out of the ball game. Bly is going to come out of the ball game. Ashton Simmons is back in there. And then uh, Ke- uh, Gag is going to come in. Kellen. So the girls... It should be a 10:45 game next Tuesday, and the boys will be about the same time. And now we're going to get an illegal screen to wipe out a three-pointer from Quinn Chaney. And that's on Zach Myers. Two in the quarter, three in the game. Here's Kobe Reitzel in. And Bombback coming right back into the ball game as well. So Coach Reitzel at Ropers probably told him, I need you in this basketball game, so get out there and don't foul. Maybe switch about who you're covering man-to-man, but they're not doing it. They put him on Kramer. He blows right by him to the left side of the key, then loses the handle and out of bounds. Oh! Looked like he locked the ball out, and it's going to stay here with Medicine Valley. Looked like it just fell right out of the hands of Kramer, so Medicine Valley gets it underneath their own hoop, lob it out to Hayden. Here's a quick three. It's a rounded out. No good. Rebound pulled down underneath, and the shot up by Sebastian Kramer is no good. Pulled down by Ashton Simmons. Multiple chances again there for Medicine Valley and can't get it to go. And now a body check foul on Med Valley, Robley with his second. The body foul will be the first of the half here on Medicine Valley, 33-29. We haven't had much offense here in the first three and a half minutes. One bucket for Shelton and three points, including that free throw for Medicine Valley. Dylan Kenton with it up top. Off the screen, he'll find Kellen Gay. Overload on the right side to Bombeck. He'll decide to take the three. It's all the way down and out. No good, but Dylan Kenton's going to get the rebound. 0 of 4 from three-point land here in the third quarter, so that was one of our season success, Bridgers. Can Shelton continue to shoot the ball well from outside? Not so far.
4: Yeah, Shelton's got to realize, too, if they're not not shooting the ball well from
1: outside, they have the height to put up some fight down low. Well all we had to do was talk about it and Dylan Kenton gets his first bucket of the ball game from three and that'll make it 36-29 back to seven. Kramer fadeaway, free throw line no good. Rebound going to be pulled down by Ashton Simmons. Simmons will push the ball up the floor get into the corner again for Kenton back to Bombeck Riley ball fake and then has a shot blocked from behind by Hayden Kramer picked back up by Bombeck in trouble in the lane they're going to get a travel on Shelton. And Coach Will Reitzel looks at Riley and says, yeah, that's probably what happened in there. But now you've got a seven-point game for Shelton. All of a sudden, that three really changed. That Medicine Valley could have made it a one-possession game numerous times over the last three minutes. Didn't. And now Shelton's got a seven-point lead. They get a stop and a bucket, and they've got a comfortable margin again. So, Med Valley needs to find a way to get some points here. Kramer into the paint kicks it out of the wing for the three-pointer no good by Robley and the defensive board is gonna be brought down by Zach Myers that's his fifth of the ball game he'll get it into the hands of Dylan Kenton Kenton across the timeline Amherst now leads St. Cecilia after three quarters 43-33 on the breeze little pick and roll down low shot by Gag is missed and we'll get a late foul call late foul call Gag to the line Will Reitzel is already jumping up and down. The foul is on Hayden Kramer, the third. Here's a score update for you. North Platte St. Pat's after one down the road at Cozad, leading Ansley Litchfield by a score of 18 to 10. Kellen Gag to shoot two, and the free throw is going to bounce off the rim. No good. He hit two in the first half. He's got four points. Riverside beats Walt Hill today, 66 to 55. Mullen all over Potter Dix, 40-20. Looks like that's at half. Second free throw, Gank couldn't get either one of them. Rebound brought down by Cameron Bonini, who has checked in. 36-29, Shelton. Thought we were going to get to 70 points in the first half. Now we might not get to 50. Ball tipped away into the corner. Another three, in and out, no good. Bobek had the rebound, and now we're going to get a jump ball as he's wrestled inside there with Hudson Stout. So a jump ball, Medicine Valley will get it. Shelton fans wanted a foul there. They may have been right, but I've seen enough fouls, Bridger. I've seen enough for a while.
4: Yeah, I can agree. You know, I was, I was honestly kind of thinking
1: about something. Which team has the bigger bench? Well, we might find out as we get a ball inside there to Hudson Stout. He'll lay it up and in. But both teams have used their bench 8-9 deep already, so I think you may not have the scoring depth, but you've got people that can come in and play basketball. Now Bombeck troubles it off his leg. There's a scrum for it. Shelton wants to call a timeout, and they get it. So that'll be their second timeout. They're going to use a full-length timeout. 2.19 to go here in the third quarter of play. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. With the score, Shelton 36, Medicine Valley 31, on
10: power 99.
8: Are you tired of being just another number waiting in line to get your prescriptions filled?
1: Doug Duda joined by Bridger Cruz tonight for the D25 District Basketball Championship out of the Shelton timeout. It's their ball and a five-point lead. On the right block with it is Gag. Guarded by Sebastian Kramer. Drives the baseline to the reverse layup. A nice move. Finished by Kellen Gag. He's got six. And that's just instinct right there. And being able to finish. Three in transition. Med Valley will answer. Austin Robley with his first bucket of the ball game. Three of 14 from downtown for medicine valley their first of the half minute 50 to go in the third quarter the pass ends up in the hands of quinn cheney getting louder in the headsets with the crowd right behind us here take it over on the left wing down to the block to gag kicks it out top here driving in and drawing a foul zach myers myers kind of lost the handle and got fouled by robley and he's got three Team fouls are even at three apiece with 1.33 to go in the third. Threes are wild this time. 38-34 Shelton. Cheney to throw it in underneath his own hoop. Kicks it out of the left wing here. For Simmons up top, bomb back couldn't get the three. Back over to Chaney now on the right block. Looking to make something happen. Turn around, jumper off the glass and in. Zach Myers, his first bucket of the ballgame. So Gag and Myers, who do not score a ton of points, have scored the last two buckets here. And Shelton up six. Kick it out again for another three. Robley, can he get back-to-back? Back? No, long rebound comes all the way out top. Stout has it, his sixth. Over to Kramer, weird-looking three. Just kind of flicked the wrist. It's an air ball. Rebound brought down by Riley Bombeck. Bombeck up the floor, playing with those three fouls a minute to go here in the third. 40 to 40-34, Shelton. Right-hand corner finds the cutter in Simmons. Simmons tough, shot on to the baseline, it's good. Ashton Simmons. 42 to 34 the lead now up to eight and a foul way out top here that was just a little bit of a brush those are the ones a you can't commit and b you hope aren't called but Ashton Simmons called for his second personal foul fourth team foul yeah I'm really not entirely sure what Simmons was doing on that to be
4: honest you know you you know you know the refs are calling a lot of fouls. It's just, it's unnecessary because you're not going to be able to get the ball.
1: Into the corner on the inbound. The three-pointer is going to be no good. Medicine Valley missed it there with Bonini. The rebound comes down to Zach Myers. Four in the quarter for him. 30 seconds to go. Let's see what Shelton wants to do against the man-to-man here of Medicine Valley. They could go up 10. They're going to drive. Bounce pass underneath. Keg with the layup on the assist from Ashton Simmons. Outstanding play by Shelton. They've scored 10 in a row, 44-34. Still 15 seconds, Sebastian Kramer. He has his pocket picked. Pocket picked down there by Bombeck. Shelton has two players up ahead of the pack, and then it's going to be taken right back by Medicine Valley. Six seconds to go. Mid-court, Sebastian Kramer. He gets by one, by two, pulls up from 13. It's no good, and that's the end of the third quarter. Whoa, what a finish. To the third quarter of play, we're going to catch our breath. Shelton 44, Medicine Valley 34. Somebody's going to break at least a 22-year state absentee streak when we return here on Power 99. Livingston, Butler, Baldwin's funeral
6: home and cremation.
1: CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always.
3: Five Points Bank has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research for the 11th consecutive year.
1: We know
6: our customers appreciate having their local bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings.
3: Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from the others.
1: We are very proud of this five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence.
7: Five Points Bank, the better bank.
1: Doug Duda, Bridger Cruz, again a big thank you to Athletic Director Phil Truax and the crew here at Lexington for their hospitality. We start the fourth quarter, Shelton on a run, up 10 with the ball, off the ball screen, oh getting popped in the eye, and because of that we're going to get a foul called, Christian, excuse me, uh, Colby Reitzel got popped in the nose, and when the officials saw that, he blew the whistle, and Lane Lenz will... Get his first foul. I didn't know there was anybody in the building that hadn't been called for a foul, but Lane Lenz just got called for one right there. Again, the team fouls are four apiece going into the fourth quarter. We had over 20 fouls called. I think it was 24 officially in the first half. With the basketball is Shelton Chaney from Bombeck. Chaney starts right, now goes left, bounce pass to the baseline, driving in, a shot block, but a foul. will send Ashton Simmons to the line. Going to have to make some free throws, but at least Shelton's got a 10-point lead here as the foul on Sebastian Kramer is his fourth.
4: Kramer, pick, Kramer picking up his fourth really does not look good for Medicine Valley. He's one of their main scorers, and it's really dangerous 22 seconds into the last quarter for him to pick up that
1: fourth. Well, Simmons misses the free throw, and that will make Shelton now 5 of 13. for Medicine Valley. Med Valley was one of seven from three-point land last quarter. One of five for Shelton. The second free throw is good. Ten points now for Ashton Simmons. It's an 11-point lead, 45-34. 30 seconds into the fourth. They try to throw it into Kramer. The ball's tipped away. Reitzel comes up with a loose basketball. Ninth turnover for Med Valley, but Kramer does get back to tip it out of there. 18 points for Hayden Kramer, 13 of those. We're in the second quarter. Is he going to be one of those kids that kind of bookends his quarters? First and third weren't much, but second and fourth are big. We'll find out. It's really balanced tonight so far for Shelton. Bombeck with 12, 10 for Simmons, 8 for Gag and Chaney. Right baseline, trying to make something happen. Bly cut off there by Kramer to the middle. Simmons, the cutter. He's going to be fouled too. So Ashton Simmons will go back to the line where he just went one of two. The foul is on Hudson Stout. He's got four. So Stout four, Sebastian Kramer four, Robley and Hayden Kramer three for Shelton. Three on Myers and Bombeck. Free throw, no good. They had five different players with two fouls at halftime. We're going to see a little shift change here in our high school basketball is brought to you in part by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the, <coughs> excuse me, the Tri-Cities only board-certified sports chiropractor. Located in Kearney, FlorangChiropractic.com. Second free throw down for Ashton Simmons and missed them both. And then two Shelton players ran into each other and a loose ball foul. Going to be called here. Oh, boy.
7: Christian Bly,
1: his third personal foul. And Med Valley will get the basketball. Joe Brown brings it up. They're going to have to hit some shots to get back in the ball game, though. They're down 11, 45-34. Don't want to lose the last two games of the season. It might be what happens. Ooh, a little trip and a travel. The ball was just behind Robley. I think Robley was getting ready to continue running the offense and make a cut. The pass came. He reached back for it, and his ankle just gave out. So turnover number 10. And Shelton now. Not used to slowing the pace down, but they've been in enough games with a lead like this going into the fourth quarter. We'll see Bombek spins in. He is going to be called for the walk, too. Hayden Kramer, who'd been bodying him, gave him a little bit of a little cushion and then pulled it away, and Bombek slipped back, and we are going to get a timeout called here by Medicine Valley, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. to go in the D25 District Boys Championship Game. Shelton 45, Medicine Valley 34
12: on Power 99. Locally owned, Hastings Physical Therapy is the leader in one-on-one hands-on care. Hi, my name is Sean Vonnerfect, and at Hastings Physical Therapy, we want you to know the choice is yours when selecting your physical therapist. Our staff at Hastings Physical Therapy is committed to helping patients meet their goals in a relaxed, calm environment with the highest level of care for your recovery. We're located at 2307 Osborne Drive West at the corner of 281 and Kansas Avenue. To learn more about our services and team, log on to HastingsPhysicalTherapy.com.
1: Welcome back to Lexington. In the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, bringing you tonight's district action on Power 99. While Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home, don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Medicine Valley out of the timeout, a three-pointer is good. Bonini with his first field goal of the entire ball game, and it's 45 to 37. Out of the timeout, they get the three. I always laugh, Bridger. Does a coach ever call a timeout and drop a three-pointer? Not not very often.
4: (laughs) I have never heard of a coach coming out of a timeout and drawing
1: up a three-pointer. But for some reason, a lot of those times, it's what you get. Bombeck drives right over the front of the rim, scores. Good ball fake to set that up. The defender ran by him, and Bombeck now with 14, 47-37. And another foul going to be called, and it's an illegal screen this time. Going to be called on the Raiders. Bonini, his first personal foul. That is the seventh team foul. But because it's an offensive player control foul, it will not be free throws. And full court pressure now by Medicine Valley. They get it into Bombeck and just clear it out here. Riley got that third foul early in the third and has stayed out of trouble. Fakes the hand off, then troubles it off. He's like, good pick, Kramer. Kramer up ahead, and then he overthrows Benini, but he does run it down, just won't get a layup out of the deal. Christian Bly knocks it away. Could have been the start of something there for Medicine Valley. They made a couple of nice plays in a row.
4: Yeah, I think that, I think that was kind of a big missed opportunity for him to not be able to get a layup there.
1: So we'll see what they can get done here as the basketball comes into Kramer's hands. Nebraska 76-70 over Ohio State. 30 seconds to go. The long three by Kramer is no good. Rebound comes out to Ashton Simmons. And Simmons will bring it across the timeline. They want to use a little time themselves, and now another reach-in foul. And we're shooting free throws. We're into the one-and-one one with five and a half to go. Here in quarter number four. Don't forget when we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Foul is on Bonini, his second. One and one, checking in will be Stout and Sebastian Kramer at the line. Ashton Simmons, he's one of four in the quarter. He's three of six in the game. Shelton only has three points so far here in the quarter. We played two and a half minutes, but so does Med Valley in the free throw. No good. What a box out, and then Stout fell down while he's getting the rebound. He just shoved it over his teammate, and Sebastian Kramer gets it to Hayden. Hayden was red hot in the second quarter, but outside of that, that's it. Now he decides to drive in, jump stop. Oh, and a foul going to be called here on Shelton. Oh, man. And it's going to be on Riley Bombeck. That was kind of a jump stop. Back in the day, that's just a flat travel. But Bombeck, he was already by him. And we'll throw the basketball in. So let's see what Medicine Valley does. With Bombeck on the bench, the ball's going to be deflected away and out of bounds. So that's the last foul where we won't have points or free throws. Fall City Sacred Heart leading Lawrence Nelson now 54-28. After three, had a big third quarter there. Went from a 14-point lead out to 26. Rob it down low. Robley gets it underneath. Little turnaround fadeaway. Nice shot up and in by Joseph Brown. Joe Brown. Gets his second bucket of the ball game, 47-39. Shelton with a left-hand corner. Simmons, 4.45 to go. Drives the pace line and a blocking foul called here on Medicine Valley. And fouling out is Hudson Stout. Stout will foul out of the basketball game here. He's a senior. Very upset that it was a foul. He's not saying that it wasn't. He just bummed that he's going to have to check out of a game doesn't know if he'll be back can they get in to the state tournament with a comeback here and we're going to get a full length timeout before free throws from Ashton Simmons he's starting to make a living there at the free throw line timeout by Medicine Valley 4:47 remaining in the ball game. It is Shelton 47, Medicine Valley 39. The scoring is really slowed down here in the second half. Ryan
7: Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer.
1: Doug Duda joined by Kennesaw's Bridger Cruz tonight. Glad to have you along with us. It's been an exciting one, but Med Valley just can't catch up. Uh, They were down 15, got it to four, Bridger. They just haven't been able to generate any offense here in the second half.
4: Yeah, Medicine Valley just kind of not at a stroke of bad luck, but the moment they really get anything going, something happens and it slows them down, and Shelton will catch just a little bit of fire to stay just far enough ahead to
1: keep them comfortable. Ashton Simmons puts the front end of the one-and-one up after the timeout and nails it. He now has 11 points, so here's the bonus. On the way, and it is good. And that'll make it 49-39. Medicine Valley hadn't been to state since 2000. They've got the basketball quick three. Sebastian Kramer, boy, that looked good, and then it hit the rim and went all the way over the backboard. Unofficially, I've got Medicine Valley four of 20 from three-point land. Five of 13 from Shelton, but probably wisely, they haven't even attempted one here in the fourth quarter. They want to run clock. They want to get good shots. They've got a 10-point lead. That's enough of a cushion right now. Not to kill the clock, but don't take bad quick threes. Simmons with it up top to Cheney. And again, Shelton hasn't had their boys to state since 95 as Simmons drives, looks for contact, didn't need it. Puts up the one-hand floater from eight on the right baseline. Simmons awakening here. In the fourth quarter, the lead back to 12. Medicine Valley pushes the pace. They get it underneath for the layup. Nice one. Bonini got underneath, and Shelton actually backed off because they knew anything they did, breathe heavy, would be a foul right there, so let him go. But again, Shelton's only been to state twice since 1928, and that was in 93 and 95. Now you're going to get an offensive foul on Ashton Simmons. Go ahead, Bridge.
4: Yeah, that was, that was a good call if you look at it from the ref. Ashton Simmons came down. They're not out of control, but just enough of not in control that it would it, it would have been a charge, and Medicine Valley did a good job of getting set up in it.
1: Tried to do a little 360, and he didn't get it completed before he ran into the defender. So Med Valley down 10, 345 to go in the ball game again, trying to get it down on the wall, block. They do, and Kramer lays it over the front of the rim and in, wondering why we haven't seen more of that from Medicine Valley. He now has 20 game-high points. That is his average for the season. And Riley Bombeck with the four fouls getting ready to check in. Three and a half to go in a basketball game. Shelton 51, Medicine Valley 43. Into the hands of Zach Myers. Out to center court here for Quinn Cheney. Wonder if Coach Reitzel would use a timeout just to get Bombeck back into the ball game. Gegs also waiting. With an eight-point lead, I think he's okay here. Don't, oh, coming out and kind of... Almost, it looked like he was trying to foul, but by the reaction there of Manini, maybe not. He went out to try to steal it, but again, there's a foul. 30 feet away from the hoop with 3.08 to go. That will give Simmons more free throws. Simmons has already shot seven free throws here in the quarter. We're into the double bonus now, so two for Simmons, and the first one is no good. Need to knock him down. Our high school basketball brought to you by Nebraska Salt and Grain Company, a locally owned family business in Gothenburg might be getting a little tired but this is why you've been practicing all year long this is why you hate to run them but you need them this is why coaches do it and the second free throw good and we will get a timeout called here by the Shelton Bulldogs it'll be their final 30 brought to you by ENT physicians of Kearney a trip to Lincoln on the line 308 to go in the game Shelton 52 and Medicine Valley 43 here on power 99
9: Okay, this is pretty cool. Tom Dinsdale and Hastings. You can buy cars right from their website. What? Yeah, it's called Start to Finish. You see, I clicked on the Purchase Now button on the car I like, and it let me choose the payment I wanted. It gave me a value on my trade, and all the financing stuff is right there. I wouldn't buy a car without test driving. <laughs> well, they bring the car to you if you're within 25 miles of Hastings. Now, Tom Dinsdale and Hastings? Yep, Tom Dinsdale, cdjr.com.
1: From the anything is possible, the Nebraska men go on the road tonight and upset 23rd-ranked Ohio State, leading almost from start to finish, 78 to 70. Good job for the Huskers. 308 to go in our ball game. Can Medicine Valley make it happen, or will Shelton hold on? They lead by nine, 52-43. Raider ball wide open, three on the way. Brown got it. Joe Brown, five in the quarter, eight in the ball game. There haven't been a ton of threes, but that was a big one. to as close as we've been here in the fourth quarter of play. Shelton was up 10 coming into the fourth. Up top with it is going to be Cheney against the man-to-man. He'll get it to Simmons. Simmons, ball knocked away, and they will call the fourth foul, and they're all in this half on Bonini. And to the line, who else? Ashton Simmons, he's been to the line so many times, they just delivered a pizza there and didn't ask directions.
4: Yeah, at this point, he's been to the line so much in this last quarter, and he's shown up huge for the Bulldogs because he's been to the line so much. He's been able to knock down points and string out this lead as much as he can.
1: And he gets the first one here. He's actually warming up. Maybe the more tired he gets. He started one of five in the quarter, and now he's four out of his last five. He's five of ten in this quarter. 16 points. Second one. Yep. Off the front of the rim, and it crawled over. 54 46 Shelton 238 to go in a basketball game Med Valley 19 and 4 for the 5 seed Shelton 18 and 7 the 12 seed Faking the three can't get the shot away that time Brown they fire it underneath the ball knocked out of bounds by Quinn Chaney Chaney really good play because Bonini was open down there
4: Yeah, that was a great play to stop him from it would have been a wide-open layup and it would have been two more points for
1: Med Valley Try to get it down low to the leading score. Oh, no foul! Block shot. Block shot. Zach Myers on the attempt for Hayden Kramer. When everything has been a foul. That one was not. So nice defense, we'll say. Underneath there. And we'll come the other way as Zach Myers gets the block. 205 to go. Riley Bombeck trying to eat some clock to Cheney. Two minutes to go. Every foul is a two-free throw situation. If there is a jump, it would be Med Valley basketball. Shelton killing time, 150 to go. Now they're trying to trap, top of the key. That might be where you want to go. With it was Zach Myers. Simmons with it, good crossover. Comes into the paint, lobs it underneath. They're going to get a layup, and it is going to be in and out. No good, Gag. It wouldn't fall. Rebound, Sebastian Kramer, outlet pass to Hayden. Hayden hit the front of the rim of the layup attempt. Rebound brought down by Myers. His outlet pass picked off, and then a foul. But the foul is going to be on Medicine Valley. They're going to say that it was not a clean steal, and Robley with his fourth personal foul. Two free throws for Riley Bombeck. Both teams missing a layup there, Bridger.
4: Yeah, that was wild. I wasn't expecting both teams to get the layup, let alone both of them
1: miss them like they did. Bombeck one of two at the line. He misses this one. Our high school basketball brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. A lot of teams already have made it into the state tournament, a handful more vying for that spot tonight. Nebraska, as we said, won 78-70. Second free throw is good. Bomb back a 15-point performance tonight. Fall City Sacred Heart trying to finish out Lawrence Nelson with a big lead. St. Cecilia and Amherst right now on the breeze. I think we may have a final there for you as we get it down low. Turnaround jumper off. Balance is no good by Kramer. Then the ball is out of bounds off of Shelton. Boy, Hayden Kramer jumped in the air and didn't know what to do. Halftime, St. Pat's leading Ansley Litchfield 32-25. That's a 1-16 matchup. That's a rematch of last year's first round at the state tournament. Ooh, a foul on Simmons going for it out top. And I think he hurt his elbow. He is grabbing his arm. I think they're going to go get him, maybe. Simmons with his fourth personal foul, one a one-and-one now for Sebastian Kramer. His only two points have been for the line. They'll get Dylan Kenton and bring him into the ball game as Ashton Simmons still kind of that hyperextended elbow. Not quite as bad as what happened to the Creighton guard a couple of weeks ago. That, that looked terribly painful. Sebastian Kramer will make the free throw. 55-47, Shelton with the lead. Second free throw on the way, it's good. And a timeout will be called here by Medicine Valley. They'll only have one remaining. 1-11 to go in the basketball game. A trip to State on the line. Shelton 55, Medicine Valley 48.
11: 8824 or visit them at ptsrhastings.com
1: Doug Duda back with you here on Power 99. This one's not over. A minute 11 left to go in the basketball game. Shelton leads it. 55-48. Full court pressure by Medicine Valley. Trying to get it after Quinn Chaney. Lost the basketball. Chaney lost the basketball. Driving in. Short jumper contested is no good by Lenz. And the rebound brought down by Quinn Chaney. An opportunity to cut it to five. And Shelton got away with it. And now Chaney will be fouled as he gets it into the front court. Joe Brown, his second, well into the double bonus. Already fouling out of the ball game was Hudson Stout with six points, seven rebounds. He left us with about four minutes to go. Four on Robley, Bernini, and Sebastian Kramer all have four. Chaney's free throw is no good. Quinn had all eight of his points back in the first half, including two threes in the first quarter, so he's been very quiet here, Bridger. Yeah, he came out hot offensively at the start of the game,
4: but what he hasn't scored offensively, he's made up for with some really good defensive plays. We looked at it earlier. He made a great play to throw the ball out of bounds, so Medicine Valley didn't have a wide-open layup.
1: Chaney missed the free throw, but an offensive rebound by Zach Myers, his seventh of the half, and Shelton has elected to use a timeout. They'll only have one remaining so many chances both ways 55 48 is your score we're going to take another break brought to you by ent physicians as shelton tries to finish it off
5: family medical center of hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs their team is trained to treat the whole person regardless of age they provide a wide range of medical care including acute care routine health screenings and treatment of chronic conditions Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, Proud to support all area student-athletes
2: the clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio consider subscribing to the clipper for print delivery eClipper clipper email to you where you are local news from gibbon shelton wood river and caro and everywhere in between we give you positive stories from school activities to local events check us out on the web or like us on facebook who knows you might find yourself in our picture gallery go to clipperpubco.com we don't show dangerous stunts or crazy cats but we will keep you informed about our towns and our people
1: Back with you here on Power 99 out of the timeout. Riley Bombeck was fouled immediately. He'll get two free throws, and again, it is short. Shelton could have had this thing put away by now. <laughs> Med Valley missed a couple of opportunities at layups too, Bridgers. so this could have been one way or another. I guess the mistakes has kept it where it's at. Second free throw. No, get another offensive rebound. Back, he, back-to-back offensive rebounds off missed free throws for Shelton. This has been the game
4: of missed opportunities for both teams. You know, Medicine Valley's missed a lot of layups, and defensively in the first half they struggled. They were letting, they gave Shelton a lot of wide open layups. They let Quinn Cheney heat up, and if you're Shelton, yeah, you had a lot, you had a lot of opportunities to at the line to make this a 12 to 15 point game.
1: Well, Kellen Gag able to make the free throw. He's three of five, nine points. 56-48, Shelton. 47 seconds to go. Amherst has beaten St. Cecilia tonight 62 to 45 to avenge one of their losses. And the brackets are about out. Second free throw, no good, and almost picked up by Shelton again. Sebastian Kramer grabbed it. Medicine Valley trying to get it across the timeline. 40 seconds to go. Kramer's just going to put his head down, and go as far as he can. Short jumper missed the six footer. Rebound brought down by Bombeck. He throws it up the floor. Simmons goes in and doesn't even take the layup. Smart move, brings it out top, of the foul with 26 seconds to go. Simmons is gonna go to the line and shoot two.
4: Man, this is awesome. You can feel the energy in the building on the Sheldon side, realizing that, how long it's been since they've been to this tournament. It's really, it's fun to see it.
1: Can they finish it off? They should, there's only one timeout left. Can guarantee it with two more free throws here and Simmons got the first one. We'll talk with Coach Reitzel, have all the final stats, some score updates for you. Stay with us here on Power 99. Shelton is going to go to state for the first time in 27 years. Second free throw. Bounce it in. What a fourth quarter for Ashton Simmons. 58-48. Just stand back and let him shoot it. Don't even try to get on him defensively. Sebastian Kramer for three. It's no good. Rebound pulled down by Shelton. Zach Myers is 10th. One more foul here for the Raiders, but this one is over. Shelton is gonna win their ninth in a row. And the Shelton Bulldog boys and girls for the first time ever will be at state at the same year. And considering it's only happened now four total times between the two schools since 1923, what an accomplishment and Medicine Valley's going to clear their bench here.
4: Yeah, that's quite the stat to talk about. First time in history that they're doing this. That's
1: awesome to see both your girls and your boys' programs having such success. Quinn Cheney at the line. He missed the free throw. Med Valley brings in Bryce Wolf. Also checking in. Caleb Einspar. Brody Seth. Also coming into the ballgame. Kellen Cole. And finally they get Clay. Veldheisen also coming in for Shelton now looks like we're gonna see Gerardo Romero back in is Ben Myers here's Luke Gilming into the ball game Dylan Kenton and the free throw is good and checking out of the ball game for Shelton will be Quinn Chaney and that will allow Harper Thober to get into the ball game 15 seconds to go 59 48 Shelton will get the win a lot of the kids that are playing, their dads were on the last team, and we'll talk about that in the post game. Madison Valley trying to get one more shot off, driving the baseline, short is gonna be no good. Rebound brought down here by Ben Myers. He'll get it into the hands of Romero, over to Thober. Three seconds, two seconds, and he'll dribble it out. And for the first time since 1995, the Shelton Bulldog boys are district champions and are on their way to Lincoln for the 2022 D2 Boys State Basketball Tournament. Unfortunately for Medicine Valley, they'll end up 19-5. and Bridger, I thought it was a good draw. They always kind of poo-poo the teams out west because they don't play a tough enough schedule. They would have been even higher in the wild card points had they not gotten beat by Paxton, and they only fell to number five. And who knows who they would have drawn on the other side of that bracket. There are some pretty good teams a little bit farther down the line, but... Uh, just wasn't their night here tonight. I mean, this is a team that uh, if they were up there in that three spot, maybe they go to Hay Springs, something like that could have helped them out. Um, maybe they would have played a Lawrence Nelson, but just didn't happen for them.
4: Yeah, and that's what's tough, you know, losing that sub-district championship game. It's it's, it's tough because Kennesaw kind of went through the same thing. It's a, kind of a guessing game of who you're going to draw. You unfortunately will draw a team that's better than you or is just about as equal
6: as
1: you, so it's going to make for a tough game. All right, we're going to take a break and be back with the New West Postgame show here on Power 99. They'll be there to help
6: that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original. Broadfoot, Sand, and Gravel.
11: Selecting the right insurance company is an important process, and there are many aspects to consider. Klein Insurance has many years of experience to back up their service, so you can be assured your investments are protected. Get your free no-obligation insurance quote on home, auto, business, farm, or crop insurance. Give yourself the peace of mind that so many clients already have with Klein Insurance. Klein Insurance, 710 South Burlington in Hastings. Insurance was serviced since 1959.
3: We are Nebraskans, and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it, and who will talk and who will joke with you and
2: who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make things happen. I'm Carleen Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart.
1: And welcome back to Lexington High School. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Shelton, 59, Medicine Valley, 48. Also, Amherst, 62, Hastings, St. Cecilia, 45. We'll try and run down a few more for you as we continue on here in the postgame. Doug Duneau joined by Kennesaw High School standout Bridger Cruz. But uh, Bridger, they just dug a hole and had to play catch-up all night. And I guess two things that stand out here in the second half is that Hayden Kramer ended up with 20 points, but only four of those in the second half. And then after shooting 17 free throws in the first half, Medicine Valley only shot four in the second half.
4: Yeah, and Schoen did a great job in that second half. I know it didn't seem like it when they started out, but they did a great job of cutting down those fouls and minimizing how many free throws they got. When if you look at it from the Me- Medicine Valley standpoint, Ashton Simmons had a huge fourth quarter solely from free throws. I mean, like you said, he just called the free throw line home. I think he set up shop there, honestly.
1: Yeah, he had, wow, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, thirteen 10, 12, 13 attempts from the free throw line there in the fourth quarter, and he made eight of those. Uh, Eleven out of twenty one of the fourth is nothing great for Shelton, but it 's good enough sixteen out of thirty three is uh, the final total and Shelton just used some balance that 's kind of the way this team has been all year long though You may think that those two sophomores score and, and average a lot, but uh, in the end they are average, but they uh, they are pretty balanced almost every night that they 're out there
4: yeah, and you can definitely tell especially the sophomores you know I know they play a lot of summer league basketball. Every time that I hear about them, I hear about them for basketball. You know, they're always in the gym. They're constantly working. And it shows with the, and, and it shows with the chemistry that they have not, not only as teammates
1: but as the whole team. All right, we're going to bring you the final stats right after this on the New West postgame show. Ravenna
5: Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County.
10: There's a lot of satisfaction that comes from making things grow, whether it's a family, a field of grain, or the balance in your savings account. When you make something grow, you can't help but grow a little yourself. As a community ag bank, helping you make things grow is why we're here. Our ag lenders know agriculture, and they're local. Stop by and see us. Let's talk. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
2: The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our gallery. Our towns, our people. If keeping up with real life news and events in the heart of the Tri Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to the Clipper.
10: Pioneer, with you from the word go.
1: See impact seed. Doug Dutta joined by Bridger Cruz tonight to witness Shelton qualifying for the Boys State High School basketball tournament. Our postseason action is brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Health your care, our inspiration. Let's go ahead and take a look at the unofficial final numbers I had of this ball game. First off for Medicine Valley, Joe Brown. Five of his eight points were in the fourth quarter. Austin Robley had a three-point bucket and three rebounds. Hudson Stout before fouling out midway through the fourth quarter. Six points, seven rebounds. Hayden Kramer, as he's done all year long, led the team. He had 20 points, but 13 of those were in the second quarter. He had nine rebounds, but eight of those I had were in the first half. He had one block shot. Cameron Bonini, six points and a rebound. Lane Lenz, one point, one rebound, one block. Sebastian Kramer, who usually gets 13 a game, had zero field goals. He was four for four at the line for his four points, six rebounds, and one block. 26 points in the first half, 22 in the second half. Medicine Valley held below their season average with 48 points, 27 rebounds. They were (coughs) excuse me, 15 out of 21 at the free throw line, five of 22 from three-point land, three block shots, 10 turnovers, which wasn't a ton, four in the first half, six in the second half. Med Valley will end the season at 19-5. and five. We'll come back and take a look at the final numbers for Shelton. Right after this, on the New West post-game show. Ryan
7: Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer.
1: Doug Duna back with you here at Lexington with more on the New West postgame show after Shelton downs Medicine Valley to head to the Boys State Tournament. Here's the numbers I had for Shelton. Dylan Kenton had a three-point bucket and one rebound. Ben Myers, three rebounds. Zach Myers only had two points, but he had ten boards, and I had eight of those for him in the second half. He had one block. Kellen Gegg, nine points, three rebounds. Riley Bombeck, 15 points. Team high or second high with eight rebounds and one block. Colby Reitzel had a rebound. Christian Bly, two points and three rebounds. Quinn Chaney, nine points and three rebounds. And behind eight made free throws and ten points in the fourth quarter, Ashton Simmons was the leading scorer tonight, 19 points and four rebounds. Shelton had 31 points in the first half, 28 in the second. Right around their average here lately, 59 points, 36 rebounds. They were just 16 of 33 from the free throw line. They did not attempt the three-pointer in the fourth quarter and were 5 of 13, two blocks, 11 turnovers, and Shelton heads to state for the first time since 1995 with a record of 19-7 with a 59-48 victory over Medicine Valley. Now, that's the good news, Bridger. The way they do it now, though, the bad news is there's a really good chance that they're going to have to take on one of the top teams in the state uh, that are either number one or number two in O'Neill, St. Mary's or Fall City Sacred Heart because they are the overall 12 seed, and some of those top seeds have already advanced on with wins. In fact, I think Mullen would be the only one. I think uh, Shelton will go in as the eighth seed at the state tournament and uh, probably draw O'Neill, St. Mary's.
4: You know, I've actually gotten to commentate games with Fall City Sacred Heart. I commentate, I commentated their game against Loomis, and I've also commentated when Blue Hill played O'Neill St. Mary's. And St. Mary's, I commented them before Christmas, before the big break happened, and they were no joke then. I'm betting they're going to be a whole lot better now, and it should be a good game.
1: And again, there's no, uh, because they don't want the boys and girls of Shelton who will be playing on the same day because they're in different classes, D1 and D2, they, there is a word tomorrow that they may you know, if you're like you're looking at the bracket, it may be a little bit different. So uh, don't don't go to bed thinking that you know what time it is. Now, if they don't change it, they're scheduled to play at nine a.m. on Tuesday at Lincoln Southeast as the number eight seed. We'll take a break and run down Coach Will Reitzel as the New West Post game show continues here on Power 99.
6: Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramsel will kill me. What's that girl? called carly towing and repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308 236 9951. Thanks, girl. 24 hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308 236 9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair.
10: Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours.
5: In 1959, the first Big G store opened in downtown Hastings, known as General Supply. Today, your local Big G Ace is just off 281 on Osborne Drive West. Over the years, the name and the location has changed a few times, but one thing is for sure. Big G Ace still offers the same quality customer service as it did in the very beginning. Whether you're looking for hardware, lawn and garden supplies, tools, paint, or building supplies, Big G Ace in
1: Hastings is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Big G Ace! And welcome back to the New S Post Game Show. Will Reitzel has coached boys, he's coached girls, he's coached little kids, he's coached a team that's going to the state tournament here tonight. And, man, Will, you've, you've seen a little bit of everything. Uh, how are your emotions right now?
12: <laughs> They're pretty rough. <laughs>
1: Great win. Congratulations.
12: Thanks. No, it's a pretty good, pretty good uh, game for our guys. And, man, if we had... Had hit some bunnies and some free throws. I don't know what our percentage was.
1: I get you 16, Jeez, 16. out of 33 from the free throw line. Yeah, we, but I'm going to tell you what, you go back and watch that film, and we'll get to this. Madison Valley missed some bunnies when they could have got back in this ball game. Yeah. We had a point there where when they cut it to four, uh, there was numerous chances to get it to one or two, and they never did. And then yeah. you guys made a nice run there at the end of the third quarter to go up by ten.
12: Yeah, I mean, the, I think the biggest part was second quarter, we got in a little foul trouble, and they got free throws. Uh, geez i don't know how many free throws they shot in the second quarter alone 10 I out mean, of 13 this, this is the most free throws we've shot in a game the most we've had shot against us probably except for maybe blue hill earlier in the year but um you know if we don't give up free throws in the game that's 15 of their points they're at 33 i mean you're gonna get a few in a game but we uh you know we we got a little lax and gave some reaches instead of sliding over and helping or just we slapped out the ball and you know just little things that we need to clamp a little bit more but i mean they have a couple quick guys. Eleven's just quick. He's the most athletic kid we've seen this year. We <laughs> only really had four in the second half, so I thought Zach and Riley did a great job on him. Um, you know, we had help side there more in the second half, I think. I mean, the stuff we practiced this week is just, you know, kind of clicked a little bit more later in the game. Uh, I know we did a lot of things that Paxton does because Coach Rose is my coach in high school. So, uh, you know, we borrowed some of those ideas. But, you know, oddly, we didn't play any zone. Uh, we didn't play. You know, we played basically all man-to-man, I don't know, 80% of the game probably. We played some triangle too, but uh, you know, we thought we'd be more of a 1-3-1 team this year, and it's been something we've used some, but we've kind of come along and been pretty good on man defense at the end of the year. How did you, I guess, just talk about
1: halftime locker room. Two things are, we know what Hayden Kramer's doing. He just put 13 on us. Part of that was because he's at the free throw line. You had five kids with two fouls. So how did you address the foul situation? How did you change what you did uh, against Kramer?
12: We just talked a little bit about the fouls, just not being lazy. Um, You know, not reaching, like, going in two hands if you're going to do something. Reach and grab the ball, not just slap at it. And then move our feet. I know we had a couple blocking fouls, I think, on sliding and trying to take a charge. You know, if you're gonna get there, make sure you get there quicker. Um, we didn't shadow the uh, on a screen. We, you know, if we're in man or triangle, if they're screening for Kramer, we needed to shadow, which is basically what we did with Oakley and uh, Tyson Dinker and some other kids we played. It's not necessarily switching; it's just kind of shadowing a guy, help until the uh, man gets back there on defense. Um, I mean, basically, we just said to execute on offense. Defense, we weren't doing too bad, other than the fouling part. We just, <laughs> just needed to, you know. Con- control the pace, I guess, a little bit more. Try to push it up the court a little more. Uh, make them run. I thought if we kept attacking and attacking smart, you know, we had a couple times where they picked us where we weren't we were aggressive. We were almost like too aggressive. We're trying to get to the rims just to about midway down the lane where we can shoot or dish to someone. We had a couple nice looks to Callum and Christian and Zach where, you know, help side comes over and you just dump it down to the guy. And we was, those were the ones we missed a few of that, man, could have really pushed the points that felt a little safer. Wouldn't have been sweating as bad. Well, and you Let's just start right there in the first quarter. I mean, you build a 15-point lead, and when yeah. you
1: do that, then you can make some mistakes, and yeah. you guys seem to bounce back every time that they tried to make a run. They did make it exciting, got made it a game at halftime. You knew yeah. you were in a game, but uh, talk
12: about how you were able to build that 15-point first-half lead. Um, I'm not sure. I think we were just executing better in the first half and early in the second, and then we kind of just put them on the free-throw line the last half of the second quarter. You know, I think we came out not real tight. We were pretty loose and playing well. And then, you know, we got a few fouls. They were shooting free throws, and we just kind of tightened up and, uh, you know, didn't execute on offense as well. We tried to do too much on our own on offense, I think, a little bit. Uh, you know, we had Riley on the side, and, I mean, we're still kind of a young team at guard. Uh, we're not, yeah. I mean, maybe not even young, but, you know, we're sophomores, uh, two sophomores, a freshman and a junior, or four guards. Um, you know, they've played two years now or Quinn three, uh, Dylan's a freshman, so he's only played one. It's, it's a long season for a freshman. It's a long season for any team. Um, you know, it's just take care of the ball, and uh, if you pick up a dribble, make sure you're strong with the pass or strong with the jump stop so that you don't turn it over, they don't reach and get the ball. It just You know, it's just little things. Back to the basics, like you said, when you teach youth basketball, when I had uh, Brett Mahoney and Kobe and Turner Palugi and those guys had the upward basketball. It's the little things you do that, you know, for when you're five, six years old, it just... If you don't execute those, district finals, state, conference tournament, first game of the year, you know, then you end up turning the ball over enough, you lose.
1: Well, and, and just some of the info that you had told me, that we knew some of it, didn't know it all. But, I mean, when your dads were part of the last state championship or an <laughs> uncle or a cousin or a state tournament team, that championship, but uh, that's kind of where we are a generation removed here. So some of that comes a little bit naturally. And now, kind of like we talked about
12: with Coach Stober, they're in a different spot. So well, never I was been in their state. spot. Well, now, I, I was hired yeah. six years ago as the girls' coach and removed from that. So, uh, you know, when I came in and had the first summer camp of the girls that were seniors then, the two girls, uh, Kelsey and Megan, you know, they hadn't won a year, uh, won a year, won a game in high school basketball. Yeah. So we picked up two wins that year and then none the next two. Um, you know, the girls we have in high school are you know tremendous athletes and student athletes. Uh, the guys have had a little bit harder, t- uh, harder time. I think where. I'm the fifth coach in six years yeah. in this program. It's not easy to, you know, continuously have change. And these guys have done a nice job adapting. Um, Quinn has a brother that played two years ago. Uh, Riley's brother played two years ago. Uh, Quinn's cousin was Marcus that we had a couple years ago. You know, we had a solid team two years ago and hit a sub-district they had, uh, Axtell, uh, Pleasanton, and, you know, it was just it was a tough sub-district. We got a little bit easier sub-district this year, but still, like, Red Cloud's a tough team that has some guards. Um, you know, we slid down to D2 just from our boy population, which yeah. helps us out. It was really nice that Loomis and Silver Lake and Blue Hill and some of the guys that have been D2 a few years ago maybe bumped up to D1 and left us alone. So, Well, let me,
1: let, me, <laughs> let me throw the last thing out there. Now that you get ready to go to the state tournament, most likely we'll get O'Neill saint Mary's it looks okay. like, uh, which I think is probably a better draw than a couple of the other ones, but they're very good. We got to see them play at the Heartland Holiday Hoops Classic uh, so you go in as basically an eight seed. I know you don't care. You've won nine in a row. Let's go play somebody. And well, what do you do to prepare for state next week?
12: I'm not sure. Never done it. <laughs> while. <well>, hey. So <laughs> it be a little bit new. You, know, you talked to Jody. I, I, I have already. I've taken some uh, tips from him all over the years. I mean, going back 25 years of coaching. Um, you know, it's, you're preparing for a tournament just like it's a conference tournament. It's a little bit different this year in that it's spread out. Um, you know, I'm, I i do not know what the NSA will do for us that we have girls and guys yep. down there. I know GICC has the same situation where their girls are C one and the boys are C two, I yep. think. So, yep. you know, it's, it's our, our girls play on Tuesday. Our guys will play on Tuesday. It's, uh, I don't know. I'm hoping we're not playing at the same time because I, I,
1: I, I don't even think they're going to have to flip them. So Go I ahead. think that's a good thing looking at it, but nonetheless, it'll be a full day for Shelton next Tuesday. Yeah. I'm hoping Tuesday, uh. And we have another upset. (laughs) Will, congratulations to you and the boys. And uh, whenever you play, we'll see you down there in Lincoln, all right? All right, thank you. Congratulations. Thanks. (coughs) Will Reitzel and the boys of Shelton. They win it tonight by a score of 59-48. to And we will wrap it up right after this. time. They'll
6: be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original. Rodfoot sand, and ground.
8: Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling?
2: The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. Consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery, eClipper email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, and Carrow, and everywhere in between. We give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows, you might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show dangerous stunts or crazy cats, but we will keep you informed about our towns and our people.
1: And as always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. Postseason basketball brought to you in part by Marylanding Healthcare, Nebraska Salt and Grain Company, Husker Power Products, and Nutrient Ag Solutions. Oh, big games going on tonight to North Platte St. Pat's. Uh, It's kind of pulled away here at our last check from uh, Ansley Litchfield, and that is really the only game that's still going on. The NSAA has actually started posting uh, some of the basketball brackets in C1 and C2 as uh, they are finishing up. We want to take a look at one more time the final uh, scores from tonight, and then we will let you move on with the uh, remainder of your night. Again, a big thank you to Phil Truax and the crew here for uh, their hospitality at Lexington as uh, we take a look at uh, some of those scores, uh, Fremont uh, and Carney playing tonight in girls' basketball action. And, of course, uh, you had some uh, good... Play from a Fremont. They got up early and uh, took care of the Carney High girls tonight in uh, their district final. So, Fremont a winner uh, over Carney in that contest. And then looking at some of the other boys' scores in the district finals tonight on this Tuesday Fall City Sacred Heart over Lawrence Nelson, 65 41. Meade beat Layton, 56 33. Hardington Cedar Catholic over North Central, 75 42. North Platte St. Pat's did finish off. Ansley Litchfield, 55 39. Riverside over Walt Hill, 66 55. Why Not was a winner. Over Paxton 57 to 41. Amherst did defeat Hastings St. Cecilia tonight by a score of 62 to 45. Parkview Christian beat Humphrey St. Francis as well. And Mullen at last check had a big lead over Potter Dix. Final score here: Shelton 59 and Medicine Valley 48. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. No matter the activity New West here is New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The state tournament begins Monday. Complete coverage on our network of stations, Power 99, The Breeze 94.5, ESPN, KHAS, and News Channel Nebraska Television with 24 games between Monday and Thursday. This is Doug Duda saying good night, everyone.